Welcome to Talk on the Pod, the podcast where we delve into the remarkable journey of the Declim Foundation's community, who are showcasing the best of the Arab world and paving the way for a brighter future. I'm your host, Andrea. On this very first episode of Talk on the Pod, we shine a spotlight on a remarkable individual whose career has been dedicated to promoting Arab achievements and social causes. Our guest today is Ricardo Karam, founder of Teklim, a multifaceted individual who has made significant contributions as a talk show host, public speaker, writer, and advocate. Join us as we sit in conversation with the visionary behind Teklim and uncover the pivotal moments that have shaped his career and gain insights into his dedication to promoting Arab achievements through his foundation. Welcome, Ricardo, to Talk on the Pod. Hello, Andrea. I'm so happy to be with you. Thank you for hosting me. We're so excited to have you here as our first guest. And I just want to start by saying that throughout your career, you've constantly put others in the spotlight, allowing them to share their stories and achievement. And for this very first special episode, the spotlight is on you. And we'd love to know how does it feel to shift the focus of attention onto your journey and experiences for for once. I believe that stories need to be told. If we keep stories for ourselves, they will die. Stories must go on from one to another and from one generation to another. I belong to a generation that had the courage, the guts, and that dared to dream and to trigger a change. I did it my own way. Whether I succeeded or not, I do not know. But what I know is that I still hold the same passion as the first day everything started. I'm still passionate and I'm working uh, the same the same patterns as if it was my first day at work. Can you tell us more about your journey as a talk show host and public speaker? How did you decide to get started and take on this role? And how has it been within the journey of promoting Arab achievements and social causes? I think my journey is a twist of fate. I wouldn't say a stroke of luck uh, because I worked too hard to reach where I'm standing today. However, nothing in my past uh, has uh, paved the way or prepared me uh, to be where I am today. I'm coming from a completely different background. I went to college to pursue my studies in chemical engineering. And from chemical engineering, uh, I went to the media and communication from someone who was so fond of music, who used to spend all his pocket money buying LPs, then CDs at that time, to someone who has been interviewing the movers and shakers around the world. So nothing prepared me to stand where I am today. However, I believe that. Everything was nurtured by a constant passion and by the willingness to be different and uh, to trace a journey that does not resemble to the others. When I say the others, I'm talking about the people in my hometown, in my country, 
and the people who pursued the same career as mine. I believe that uh, I did something different, and this is what actually uh, put me in different frame and allowed me to uh, fly uh, in my own wings and to be different. That's beautiful. Uh, I was the first one to introduce to the Lebanese and Arab audience the notion of success story. And I was the first one who allowed people to get to know uh, from a closer uh, perspective the people like uh, Nicola Hayek, the founder of Swatch, Paul Orfali, the founder of Kinko's, Zaha Hadid, the known architect, Gabriel Yared, the uh, uh, Oscar winning musician, uh, Rima Akra, the uh, fashion designer who made it in the Big Apple, and more and more names. So I believed and I thought that a TV show comes and goes. Let's go for something different and let's create something sustainable that can last. And this is how Takrim saw the light. You, you mentioned all those numerous influential figures that you've interviewed. Can you share some memorable experiences and insights even that you gained from having those conversations? Every single encounter has been really uh, different and has impacted me and has touched me to the core. Uh, and I cannot uh, retell my encounters from the same perspective because the vision changes along the years and across the years. Uh, I was 25 years when I interviewed for the first time a president. Uh, it was a big day for me. And I thought it was the pinnacle of my career. Then I found out that a president is the same as any other human being. The first time I uh, sat with a royalty, it was for me a royal moment. But I also found out that even uh, royalties are human beings. And they feel the same. They love the same. They cry the same. So. I continue with the first time I met a big artist. It was for me a moment I cannot but cherish. Those people were uh, figures, I would say, that were only photos in magazines and newspapers. I never thought I would sit with them. I never thought I would go into their houses. I never thought I would interview them. And then I never thought we'd become friends. So uh, those are different stages in my life, in my journey, in my career. And uh, every moment, as I said at the beginning, is something I cherish and I hold very deep and very dearly in my heart. So if you want to know about some specific people, you can ask me and I can answer you. But I try to be more general and to give you a general answer. I wanted to highlight uh, a bit some of the work that you mentioned with the Kim Foundation. The word Kim holds a great significance within the foundation that you've established. And I would love for you, if you could explain to our listeners, the English tech translation of the word Kim, which carries the essence of honoring. And how does this concept of honoring play uh, an important role in the mission of the foundation that you started? To honor is to pay tribute 
is to acknowledge, is to say thank you, is to celebrate uh, the successful change that someone brought, is to endorse uh, the action triggered by someone, by an individual or by a group of people. I believe that some people work in silence and some people love limelight. Some people do not talk about what they do and some others uh, crave uh, to be to be renowned and to be celebrated. I have chosen the first group of people. I think that unsung heroes are what matter to me. Those are the people I want to say thank you to. Those are the people I want to clean, to close and to celebrate. And this is what we're doing. We're looking for people who work in their labs, the scientific research, people who write, people who lead opinions, women who work in rural areas, in poor areas, women who left uh, the lavish world and the world of luxury to go for the essence of life, which is to give hope to other communities. I went for uh, leaders of corporations, of companies, who are role models, who can inspire their employees and who can tell them, come on, this journey is something we're going to share together. And follow me. I can lead you. And then you'll pave your own way alone. So those individuals are the people I want to see on the stage of Takrim. We stage excellence. We honor excellence. We say thank you to positive change. We give hope. We give inspiration. This is what Takrim is about. Beautiful values. We try to promote. We try to uh, propel and we try to diffuse and to broadcast. And this is how things started. This is how things, I wanted things to be. Yeah. And of course, across the years, you fine tune a lot, you change a lot, you learn a lot. And this learning curve is the one that pushes you and allows you to embrace yeah. your dreams and to see them tangible and real. You also have TAC Minds, which is a more recent initiative of the foundation that focuses on more thought-provoking events and activities. How do you also believe these initiatives contribute to bringing about change in the Arab world and add to the vision of what Techim Foundation aims to be? Uh, TAC Minds um, was an idea uh, actually uh, brought by the community of Takli. This community has uh, developed and has grown across the years. And um, they all wanted us to meet more and not only to wait for this annual weekend that we do around the awards ceremony. Because it's a weekend more than a simple awards night. We've got many different lunches, dinners, gatherings, press conferences, uh, exhibitions, whatever. So they wanted us to meet more. So this is why 
TechMinds Silver Line. TechMinds is a platform that comes and brings the uh, uh, laureates, brings the heroes of Takrim, brings the community members all together uh, more than once a year. It can be two, three, four times in different parts of the world. We meet to exchange ideas, uh, to listen to men and women uh, who are uh, advanced and who are pioneering in their fields, to have this osmosis of idea and uh, to allow the young to listen to uh, the confirmed talents and to allow also the young talents to be on stage and to be listened to by the adults and by older people. It's a platform of mentoring mm -hmm. and it's a platform of connection and uh, it is a dynamic uh, platform that brings people from all over, from different nationalities and allow them to be on stage, to speak, to talk, to be storytelling, uh, to be sorry, storytellers and uh, to share their insights, their experiences, and to shape the uh, youth and their ideas and their dreams as well. What are some insights or lessons that you've gained from being in conversation with those laureates yourself and um, those debates that were fostered within TAC Minds? How would you say it helped shift your perspective on Arab success and achievement? As I've already mentioned, um, for me, learning is a, a constant uh, a daily exercise. I am someone who loves to learn. I'm someone who reads a lot. I'm someone who thinks uh, he is still, or he has just started the first day of work. And uh, this is why I'm always here to listen, to, to grab ideas, uh, to uh, be nurtured by other experiences and uh, I'm someone who's always keen into being nurtured by the experiences of other people and I've been and I've attended a lot of forums worldwide and I've attended uh, a lot of talks and I've traveled the world and I've been myself a keynote speaker because I'm a public speaker and people listen to me and I listen to people. And I think the only, the only value that can bring us together is to listen. To listen. When I listen to you and you listen to me, we have an exchange. And only exchange can bring the people in this world all together. In exchange, is an understanding. An understanding is tolerance, is acceptance of the other. And I've learned mainly to be tolerant. I'm the product of the American University of Beirut, and the AUB taught me uh, uh, tolerance, taught me compassion. It taught me not to be judgmental. It taught me to accept others as they are. And this is what I'm doing. I uh, love to listening to people. I love uh, uh, to see other people interested in what I'm saying in my talks. 
and tech minds in this platform. It's not a Hyde Park where people say whatever they want to say, because sometimes you know you reach a a, a ceiling uh, where it becomes insanity. No, I believe that everything has uh, a, a, a plafond, a ceiling, and we should not go higher than that. So uh, our tech minds is a, a platform of different ideas, different perspectives, different insights, and uh, welcomes people from all over to come for the sake of listening to others, for understanding others, and for accepting others. That's beautiful. And as part of another new initiative by the Tech Team Foundation to add to all the incredible work that's been done um, to bring people together and listen to one another, share inspiring uh, stories and activities, the Tech Team Foundation podcast is the newest initiative that aims to highlight all the remarkable achievements of the foundation's community and really be in conversation with the extraordinary laureates that would be featured on the podcast. So I would love to, you know, ask you what motivated you to want to start this podcast and share those inspiring stories and what role do you believe the podcast will help in fostering a sense of pride and belief uh, in the potential within the Arab world, especially for the youth and contribute to the overall mission? Well, I have to admit that um, I'm into media and communication, and uh, the media has changed a lot. And uh, for us to communicate our ideas, we need, of course, to adopt new techniques and new innovations. And the podcast is something that has mushroomed tremendously all over the world. And it's a new way of communicating. Um, I had launched my own podcast before the COVID era. However, I believe that for a podcast, for an interview, or for an encounter to be a fruitful one, we need to make all our uh, senses work. So since we had COVID and we we're seeing each other's and touching each other's and listening to each other's and uh, feeling each other's, I had to freeze my own podcast. However, I'm relaunching it very soon. I'm working on this relaunch, which is really more difficult, you know, than launching something new. However, yeah. you know, when I've met you, when I've met you and I've listened to your own podcast, and uh, I saw a light in your eyes and in your <laughs> smile. And I said, Andrea Makhlouf will be the one who will lead this podcast. I did not want to do it myself. I wanted someone young, dynamic, brilliant, you are the one. It's truly an honor. And I really hope that with all the conversations that are to be had on the podcast, will hopefully bring to evolving and continuing to inspiring and empowering our listeners and, and the vast potential of the Arab world, whether it's from the MENA region itself or abroad, because I truly feel there is a lot of good stuff to share and a lot of positive light to shine on this area and I'm truly grateful to be hosting this and I hope that all of our listeners will stay tuned for all the rest that is to come. Uh, Ricardo, it's been an honor having you on and, and getting to share um, more about you with our audience and I like to always end by asking just a few questions 
speed round. I would love to start by asking if you could share a memorable experience that made you proud to be Lebanese. I think each, uh, each story of a Lebanese that has uh, risen the flag of Lebanon through his or her action by itself is a wonderful moment. Reading Gibran is a moment of pride. Um, seeing Amir Malouf at the Académie Française, the French Academy, uh, is a moment of pride. Uh, listening to Fairuz and all the songs of Fairuz and her legacy is all over the world. It's a pride by itself. Uh, all those moments, all those different aspects and faces of our daily life, um, I think uh, are a proof that we need to be proud of our heritage, of our legacy, and of who we are, our identity. You know, Lebanon is much more than how it's portrayed. It's much more than the beautiful sceneries we have and the Mediterranean beach and uh, uh, the wonderful hosts. Lebanese are uh, Lebanon as the people you come across. And if they find you lost, they tell you, you need any help. They're here to help you. You have a, a, a car crash, everybody comes to help you. You have a, a flat tire, they come to help you. And uh, it's going to the uh, Corniche of Beirut and listening to Samir Khouri singing in the morning, you know, the small transistor and wearing, you know, his tie and his suit, thing his hat and singing to please you. And you give him, you know, a few dollars and he's happy with that. It's to see all those fishermen early in the morning when I go running, trying to fish and to get those fishes. And uh, when you go to, to villages, it's those people who call you and who tell you. It's when you go to villages and you see those people who tell you, please, welcome, come and have coffee. And in Arabic, they say, how will? It means come in. You know, those small examples uh, 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 that we encounter, and sometimes we do not know their values till we lose them, are for me moments of pride. And when I hold Takrim Awards Night, and the last moment when I see all those wonderful winners, and among them, we always have at least one Lebanese. Uh, I'm proud. I'm proud. And uh, well, and when I see young people like you, I'm even proud. That 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 is beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing all those insights with us. My great pleasure.